the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. College, when Congress convenes in a joint session to formally count the vote this week. In a joint statement, the senators wrote Congress should immediately appoint an electoral commission with full investigatory and fact-finding authority to conduct an emergency audit. For the first time, Congress has overridden a veto by President Trump. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says what the Senate is focused on is... Completing the annual defense legislation that looks after our brave men and women who volunteer to wear the uniform. The bill provides a 3% pay raise for troops and guides defense policy. We've passed this legislation 59 years in a row. And one way or another, we're going to complete the 60th annual NDAA and pass it into law. President Trump also opposed language that allows for the renaming of military bases that honor Confederate leaders. This had Donahue, and this is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flotline with Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, for the weather today it's going to be a high 27 degrees with some freezing fog. A giant congratulations to Roberta H. She's the winner of the third annual Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Salem Media Group will be paying her rent for all of 2021. We're going to be happier to bless her with some financial relief. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle was brought to you by Tom Matani of A New American Funding. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My mission, dominate Twin Cities weekend radio and bring the truth to you, the people. My tenure, going on 17 years, we have literally, uh, coming up, we're coming up about two months from this week, from this weekend, on our, yeah, two months away from our 17th anniversary on the air. Myself, my colleague Brad Carlson, every Sunday from 1 to 3, here on AM 12A, The Patriot, and of course, uh, charter member of the Narn, King Banyan, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating Twin Cities media on all levels and making it look not just easy, but so much fun. We keep doing it every week, over and over and over again. Anyway, uh, join us, by the way, 
651-289-4488 is the number to call if you would like to uh, give us a holler. Or you can uh, join us on hashtag NarnShow on Twitter. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter. Or if you're so inclined, you can join us on Parlor, the new free speech focused uh, social medium. Uh, Parlor.com. It's P A R L E R.com. I am Mitchell P. Berg, and operators are standing by right now at all three uh, of those media. Well, and our phone uh, number, which is 651 289 4488. Uh, should you care to join us here? I am not the operator standing by there, but that's okay. We'll We'll make it happen. Uh, we got people who do that for us now. More on that later. Also, later on in the broadcast here today, we'll be talking with a disgruntled Minnesota teacher who, conveniently enough, has adopted the social media handle Disgruntled Minnesota Teacher on Twitter and uh, probably elsewhere as well. And it's a wise move because there was a time, I will just point this out, there was a time when teachers, I suspect, could openly disagree when it came to politics, I, I will point out my father. Well, uh, this is an interesting subject for me, and that's one of the reasons I had to book the disgruntled Minnesota teacher on the show today. It was because this is a subject near and dear to my heart on a lot of different levels. My grandparents on my mother's side were both high school teachers. Uh, my grandmother actually retired from teaching uh, some years ago, many, many years ago, actually. And my grandfather on my mother's side, well, he left teaching after, I don't know, 20 years, 18, 20 years, because, well, he he left to go make some money, so he started selling drugs for a, oh, for a pharmaceutical company, for a pharmaceutical company, a route salesman. That never got old when I was in sixth grade, by the way. Yeah, my grandpa's a drug dealer. Uh, that That's got me in more trouble than it was that it probably should be happy about. And yet it was totally worth it at every turn. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. And uh, my little sister's a teacher, too. She teaches special ed out west, uh, way out west. And so teaching is sort of in my blood, especially because my father was a high school teacher. And in fact, probably the best high school teacher ever, uh, one of the two best teachers I ever had, along with Dr. Blake, uh, when I went to college a few years later, well, literally a year after I got out of high school. And uh, my dad was a fantastic teacher, and I, I think he taught speech, literature, and writing, and, and every kid should be lucky to have a teacher as good as he was, even though I'm pretty sure he tried a little too hard to be impartial in my case. Uh, that's okay. I don't think I ever worked harder for an A in high school or college, for that matter, and it was worth it. Uh, he was a public speaking teacher, and... Well, here I am speaking in public, so voila, <laughs> QED at any rate. Uh, but even that, even though I should point out my father, I, I suspect has not voted for a Democrat, uh, a Republican rather, a Republican since Ike, probably since Eisenhower until this fall. I think he voted for Doug Burgum. I didn't ask him. It's rude to ask, but he made some noises like he was thinking about voting for Doug Burgum for mayor, uh, mayor, governor of North Dakota, partly because he's been impressed with his, his work as a governor, uh, as everyone in that state should be. I mean, they should all get down on their knees and thank God they have the governmental system and the people they have running that state, uh, and partly because, well, Governor Burgum is married to a former student of his and former high school classmate of mine, as luck would have it. 
And I've not been able to use that poll to get Governor Burgum on the show here yet, but hope springs eternal. That and Governor Noam. Let's just say we're going to be working on that in the coming year here, especially as uh, at least Governor Noam looks to be wending her way off the middle list and onto the short list for the GOP nomination for president next time around here. Fingers crossed we could do a lot worse. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, my dad uh, was a great teacher. He was a president of the local teachers union at least once, maybe more. I can't remember. And I don't think that between Ike and Doug Burgum, he ever voted for a single Republican. He's one of those Democrats, I think, who thought John McCain was the bee's knees when he was a maverick, but dropped him like a uh, like like a like a stale textbook uh, when he got nominated for office. So, you know, like every Democrat, right? So that's that that was my dad, and yet once you started him talking about school administrators, especially the way they the number of them ballooned. Uh, in the years after I graduated, and especially in the years around the time he retired. And the teachers' union, which he was a member of and, and a union household, led a union household in which I grew up, and yet he was singularly unimpressed with the, the work of the teachers' union by the time, uh, by the time he got into by the time we got into the late 90s he sounded almost like a ron paul guy at, at various points which is interesting for a lifelong i would say moderate democrat uh voter and anyway so long story short too late mitch sorry long story short we'll be talking with a disgruntled minnesota teacher named disgruntled minnesota teacher later on the broadcast here today later on still we are now heading towards Year two of Governor Klink's emergency declaration, his declaration of emergency powers. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> Sorry, Governor Waltz's declaration of emergency powers. My bad. I don't know where that came from. I mean, we're not there yet, but this March, I think long about St. Patrick's Day, I think March 16th was the day he declared the state of emergency. I remember it well. It was the day before St. Patrick's Day and the liquor store that I was at at that point, which normally has two registers open and maybe lined up two deep at one of them, had all eight registers open and was lined up eight deep at each register the day before the emergency declaration went into effect. And right around St. Patrick's Day of last year. And I see little to no chance that Governor Klink is going, I did it again? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't have any, I, I'll have to listen to the tape later. I didn't know that I had did, done that. Anyway, uh, I don't see much chance that the state of emergency is going to get lifted between now and the first anniversary of that state of emergency. And as we pass the new year, I've seen quite a number of people over the last, well, months, but especially this past month as we head towards New Year and as we bid 2020 goodbye, I've seen quite a number of people say, well, I'm just disgusted with the Minnesota Republican Party for not doing anything about the state of emergency. And I've been making a practice, for better or worse, of, of asking these people, okay, what would you have the Minnesota Republican Party do that they are statutorily allowed to do under the law that uh, they aren't already doing? And the answer I get, and 
the, and then this, by the way, is in the roughly one tenth of cases when that person bothers to respond is, well, they need to speak out against the emergency powers. And I'll meet them halfway on that because not every Republican has gotten up on a soapbox and shaken their fist in the air and said, darn you, Governor Clink, for, for passing the and holding on to these emergency powers. I mean, not everyone has done it, but a significant number have. I, I had one on Twitter who, all credit due, did respond to me today and say, well, I've been to all these demonstrations outside the governor's mansion and I haven't seen a single uh, Republican legislator outside the governor's mansion. Now, I, I might question whether a legislator would look at standing outside the governor's mansion as effective use of time because the governor is completely untouchable until the next election. You can protest all you want. You can drive bulldozers up and down Summit Avenue and all around Mankato. You can stomp and scream and hoot and holler all you want, and the governor can, at most, at worst, sit inside the mansion and go, (laughs) stay warm, suckers, because, well, it feels good to protest. And there may be some political effect to rallying people around a cause to start to build up some passion to be rid of Governor Clink. I know I call him Governor Clink. I don't care to be rid of him between now and the next election. Which, by the way, is coming up a little over a year and a half from now, almost exactly a year and a half from now. And November of 2022 is when we actually next get to do something useful about governor, uh, about the governor. And uh, until then, until we start getting ready for an election, the governor can sit inside the picture window and look out at the protesters and go, let's stick out his tongue and give you a raspberry in case the image isn't clear enough on the radio. Uh, That's all he needs to do. Because, A, he knows he can count on the media to cover up uh, all the ill effects of his state of emergency. And, B, he knows that people tend to be famously short-sighted and have famously short memories about these sorts of things. And, C, well, if people are talking about giving up the Republican Party because of what they aren't doing about the state of emergency, then he's got nothing to worry about. People stay home and and not vote. For for his opposition, no problem. He's he's got this thing on ice already. But to to this person, I responded, okay, good. Uh, you can you can sp- speak freely as much as you want, and some Republican legislators have done that in various media, if not at protest, and certainly it, on whatever bully pulpit that their position allows them, they do. But what in terms of actual policy muscle in terms of ending the statewide lockdown and Governor Klink's emergency powers can they do that they haven't done already? I'm looking for concrete suggestions, and I'll be looking for those later on in the show, maybe the final half hour, because I haven't heard a whole lot of it, honestly. When we come back, oh, yeah, we're all in it together. Part 27,500. Go nowhere. Be right back. Cool. 
voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were gonna write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to the Patriot on the free radio.com app. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guest like bow hunting expert, Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick, Sharon Staler. Join us for Outdoor News Radio. Every Sunday morning at 8 on our sister station, Freedom 1570. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, hoping you can join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the Land of Israel, October 2021. Join us. Get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating countries on Earth. But you'll share experiences that'll change how you read Scripture. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on and on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. Now listen, if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me October 2021 and right now register worry-free. Peace of mind guaranteed refunds up to May 8th if for any reason you want to cancel. So to come along, call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or go to standwithisraeltour.com, standwithisraeltour.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Operators are standing by on the phone. You can also join me on Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show. Or on Parlor at Mitchell P. Berg. We're also on Facebook Live at Mitch Berg. I think it's actually Mitch P. Berg. And I'm going to try and be putting this up on YouTube before too long. I'm just getting used to this whole on-camera thing. Let's just say I have a face for radio. But... We'll give it a shot anyway, because that makes no sense. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're going to uh, bring this show to video as we go forward. By the way, hey, don't forget, speaking of videos, 
A great one you should be watching is Poor to CEO, uh, which will lift you up and inspire you with the real-life rags-to-riches story of uh, Herman Cain, uh, the late Herman Cain, who ran for uh, president as a Republican uh, four years ago. You'll be in awe at his humble beginnings, his commitment to his values, his steadfast faith from his radio career, that's right, to his rise to CEO of Godfather's Pizza, yum, I remember when, and his victory over cancer. Stream it on demand at SalemNow.com. You can use the promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. That's right, something in the world of conservatism where knowing the name Minneapolis will actually earn you some cred. This is a good thing. Anyway, 651. Two eight nine four four eight eight. Like I said, I'm on uh, Facebook Live here right now, as well as uh, all of the usual media. And uh, my good friend Eric, my high school and college classmate from Texas, asks a question in regards to my rant in the first segment about uh, Governor Waltz and his emergency powers. Don't we have a recall in Minnesota? Yeah, the good news is we have a recall. The bad news is it ain't easy. I mean, for starters... You have to go to the Minnesota Supreme Court and file a case in which you convince the Supreme Court that some act of malfeasance worthy of removal, worthy of not just removing him from office, but overturning the verdict of the last uh, election of the, of the majority of Minnesota voters in the most recent election uh, has happened, which is a tall order, as by the way, it should be. I mean, we don't want people overturning elections willy-nilly or <laughs> next time we get a, recover, or a Republican governor, the Democrats will certainly try to overturn them willy-nilly. <laughs> you can count on it. Uh, be careful what you wish for in all things, as the Democrats found out about the Senate filibuster this last couple of years. Just saying. Uh, so once you do that, by the way, once you get the Supreme Court to, uh, to say, OK, there has been some dispositive act of malfeasance that needs to be remedied by holding a do over on the entire election. Then you get to go out and collect the valid signatures of one quarter of the people who voted in the last election, uh, which is somewhere around uh, 600, 550, 600,000 people, which in practice means you need to actually gather closer to 700,000 signatures because not all of the signatures are going to be valid. They won't all be accepted. Uh, there's going to be people who sign in as Mickey Mouse. There will be people whose signatures can't be read. Uh, there will be si- signatures that just get left off. So you're going to need to get better part of three-quarters of a million signatures in 30 days. Okay? Get ready to burn through some shoe leather. Then, if you get the Supreme Court of Minnesota to, to get on board with removing or with holding the uh, recall election— And if you collect all those valid signatures and they all get certified and 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 the the powers that be said, okay, let's go ahead and hold another election. And then if you manage to defeat Governor Waltz in the election in which he will be running against not a Republican, but himself. Then comes the worst news. We had good news. We got bad news. We'll get worse news if you, quote, win, end quote, which means the lieutenant governor accedes to power. That lieutenant governor is Peggy Flanagan, who was, when she was in the Minnesota House, the most far-left progressive uh, person in the Minnesota House of Representatives. And she will, if anything, be even worse than Governor Klink. So, yeah, we do have a recall. It's just 
A, dubiously, first of all, A, it's never going to happen because Democrats appointed most, or excuse me, most of the people on the Supreme Court who were elected are sympathetic to the DFL. Elected? Yeah. And most of the, uh, and so the, the laws are written to make it very difficult to do, which is justifiable. You don't want the votes to get overturned willy nilly. And C, even if you succeed, you wind up with a worse governor than you started with. I mean, Governor Klink is bad. How bad? <laughs> we'll talk about how bad in just a minute here. But you can count on one thing, and that's Peggy Flanagan would be even worse. <laughs> I mean, all the things that Governor, uh, that Governor Waltz has done wrong, uh, Governor Flanagan would be ordering everyone to walk around wearing tinfoil pants. Uh, count on it. Or, or worse. Anyway, how bad is Governor Waltz, by the way? Well, we, we saw this statistic this, this past week. Of the 50 states, how many states do you believe allow restaurants to open normally with appropriate precautions? And, and those appropriate precautions vary in other states. But in, in other states, how many other states? I'll ask you this. A bit of a quiz here. How many of them allow restaurants to be open for relatively normal service, maybe with plexiglass screens, maybe with reduced capacity, maybe with limited hours, maybe some sort of of adaptation to uh, make their customers safer from this pandemic, which is a real thing. Let's not argue about that or argue with me if you want. Go ahead. How many states? Two, two states allow their 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 restaurants to stay open. So with this and this list, I'm sorry, not two, was it twelve? Okay, twelve states allow their restaurants to stay open, and what? Twenty two? Oh, forty two states allow their restaurants to stay open to some degree or another with appropriate uh, uh, precautions according to the local situation. Uh, And those precautions can range anywhere from reduced capacity to reduced access to reduced hours to uh, plexiglass shields or or all of the above and then some uh, keeping keeping some of the tables and booths open, restricting bar service uh, because that's pretty close quarters. Okay, forty-two states allow restaurants to be open for more than just takeout or outdoor dining in Minnesota in the winter. Forty-two states. Minnesota is one of eight states that is clamping down on the restaurant industry unto and including ruin. How ruinous? Well, a list came out this past week, and by the way, it was a partial list of the uh, Twin Cities restaurants that have crashed as of the end of the year. It was a list of 94 restaurants who who, who met demises in the past year, other than just your normal churn in the restaurant industry. And, and to be fair, the restaurant industry is a fairly churny business. Uh, the average restaurant fails. <laughs> I mean, the average restaurant fails within, I think, five years of opening. But we weren't talking about an awful lot of those in this list of 94 restaurants, by the way, in a 
post I, I linked to that uh, that list on my blog this past week in a post entitled "We've Got to Destroy Regular Everyday Life to Save Regular Everyday Life." The list of restaurants is long. Uh, and I say it's a partial list because, I, by the way, I wrote in mistake. I thought all the cons, I had not seen a cons Mongolian barbecue open. I guess I saw one that had closed out in the far northwestern suburbs. And for some reason, the lights were off when I drove past the one in Roseville this past week. But I saw yesterday it is open, hopefully thriving and surviving like all restaurants out there. I hope thri- survive. Survive and thrive. Say that five times fast without vast radio training. Anyway, uh, they're, they're open. More power to them. But a lot of restaurants closed this past year. And, yeah, whenever you say this to an apologist for Governor Clink, they'll say, well, restaurants are always closing. It's a tough business. Yeah. But a lot of restaurants that carved out very lucrative niches for themselves that have proved their concepts in spades over not just years, but decades have closed. And yes, that'll happen too. I mean, there are restaurants that go on for long stretches of time and then everything just, this crashes on them. The market changes, the city changes, whatever changes, something changes. But the bumper crop of fatalities in the restaurant industry this past year has included an awful lot of places A year ago, if you'd have said we're on the brink of crashing and burning, everyone would have looked at you and said, huh? The Herkimer in Uptop. By the way, nobody's giving me any money to mention them, and they don't have any money to give me because they're closed. Anyway, I digress. The Herkimer in Uptown. You go there any time between opening and closing. The place was packed. Maybe late afternoons you could find a seat without having to know someone who knew someone. Pa, not just packed, but pa, ha, hacked. Three syllables worth of packed. Happy hour was, well, very, very happy. That place had been going since 1999. That place was in business back when I wasn't going to bars. Long story. It's a, a place has been a boom town forever. It's suddenly gone. Another one near and dear to our heart that hurt, hurt like crazy. Keegan's Irish Pub. That place was always jammed to the rafters. You could go there on a Saturday afternoon and have to have to be picky about looking for a seat. It was the home of the Narn. It's where this show got started. Gone! There's no way it was going to go to business on its own. How much more when we come back? Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot, Gun Nowhere. Be right back. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. 
Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, or join us on hashtag Narn Show on Twitter, N-A-R-N Show. So, we have a giant congrats going out to Roberta H. I presume it's Roberta H, not Roberta. Anyway, she, whoever she is, she won the, uh, won the third annual Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Gets a holiday in the sun from paying her mortgage for a full year. Salem Media Group will be paying all her rent for this entire year. She tells us it'll be a big relief because they've been struggling to make rent payments for the last few months. We couldn't be happier to bless her with the financial relief she needed. That's great. Uh, congratulations, uh, Roberta. Christmas Mortgage Miracles brought to you by Tom Matiney of New American Funding. 651 289 4488. That was so much fun. I bet you we do it again next year. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. I may have mentioned that. I, I mentioned it because, well, it's fun to get people. Not everyone wants to get on the phone and, uh, and, talk, to, uh, and talk to us live on the air. But those who do, uh, don't like to, uh, to go on the, the phone, can certainly join me uh, on Twitter. Anyway, and one of them was a fellow named All Your Screens, Rick Ellis, who pointed out that, uh, and, and I quote, in, in talking about this subject of the restaurants remaining open in 42 other states, but not Minnesota, uh, the, 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 
he, he, he points out, this is, and I quote, my intellectual pet peeve with the open it up crowd. They pretend everything would be fine if there were no restrictions, which is provably not the case. I agree with the restrictions are a bad, are, are stink, and I don't agree with all of them, but pretending things can be normal won't make it so. Now, tell you what, uh, Rick, Mr. Ellis, my uh, live stream audio cut out there just a second. This is like going back to radio in my teens, having to plug things in by hand to make them work. At any rate, no, my headphones are fine. It's just this plugged into the headphone jack. Anyway, all due respect, Mr. Ellis, uh, kind of a straw man there. Uh, No one says that uh, there should be no, well, almost no one says there should be no restrictions. And certainly no one, not even uh, people who are very much in the personal responsibility crowd, uh, claim that, uh, there sh- that nobody should take res- uh, responsibility or precautions on their own. I, so, so when you say uh, they pretend it would be fine if there were no restrictions, that's, that's complete baked wind. And I say that with all due respect, uh, all your screens, Rick Ellis. The, uh, the, 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 the point is here that, that the restrictions... Well, let me, let me put it this way. If you're to ask who is the person who's going to be best suited to figure out the precautions that they need to take to not only keep their business afloat, but safeguard the audience that we should point out pays them money for their goods and services, who's going to be better off at figuring that out? Some pencil-necked geek social justice warfare bureaucrat in some gray office building in St. Paul who has never made a payroll, who's never worked in the private sector, much less made a payroll, or someone whose livelihood, whose life, whose, whose life savings are riding on this business that they've created. It's not about having no restrictions. It's about having restrictions that simultaneously see to the safety of the community and, uh, and, and keep the economy going, which, by the way, is an important part because poor people don't solve problems. One of the best things about being prosperous is that you have money to throw at problems. And if you're one of those on the left who says, well, then we should be paying people for being out of work. Yeah, no, the money comes from someplace. It doesn't come down from the heavens on the backs of unicorns in cedar chests with golden locks scented with lavender. So, by the way, all your screens, Rick Ellis went on to say, yes, it's all part of the grand conspiracy. Shush, go away. Uh, uh, I I reject all straw men, including my own. 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones. Uh, In St. Louis Park, Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Mitch, I want to wish you uh, be the first uh, to wish you a happy new year on the air. Back at you, uh, twenty twenty one. Uh, just a couple points, real quick. Um, uh, I went from uh, uh, the middle of June and the riots to Pleasantville last week. I traveled to Hudson, Wisconsin, and went to Keys Cafe. I don't have any ownership party Keys Cafe, and what a pleasure it was. And the mandates there: people are wearing masks, but there's no mandate. They yep. ask that you wear a mask, and people are very irresponsible, and, and they do it. Yep. So, uh, uh, by the way, thanks for talking about the governor. This is a governor who, who didn't figure out in January, February, March, April. It took him till May 7th to figure out we had a problem in nursing homes. And just, just one more point, 
Mitch, and thank you so much. Uh, this is a disclaimer for 1280. You have no responsibility for this comment, but uh, I think Governor Klink is doing to restaurants and small businesses what Derek Chauvin did to George Floyd. Yeah, and that is I, a brilliant simile there. Absolutely. No, this is if if this was a human, uh, they'd be going into cardiac arrest any time here right now. I mean, the restaurant business is bleeding figuratively. Yes. Uh, bleeding green for certain here. If For those of you who liked having a social life, uh, boy, you're going to have to live on memories for quite some time here. Uh, that's assuming that uh, the governor is ever inveigled into giving up his, his uh, emergency powers for something that is dubiously an emergency. I mean, yes, it is an emergency. Yes, I, I'm just going to say, and, and uh, this is directed to some extent at all your screens, Rick Ellis and some of the other uh, people from the left who listen and comment on these sorts of things. Glad to have you here, by the way. Uh, but this idea that that first of all that that uh, that nobody cares about about taking precautions is complete rubbish. I, it's a it's not just a straw man. It's pure gaslighting. For example, I, I heard more than a few Minnesota leftists saying, "Well, we we would be." It's it's Sturgis's fault or it's all those states around us that aren't masking up. That's that's where all the covid is coming from in Minnesota. And these are from people I'm going to guess who would have a hard time finding either Dakota without GPS, without Internet maps of some kind here, without Siri. Uh, I've been to North Dakota four times in the last year since the pandemic started. And even before they put. Uh, Governor Bergen put a relatively mild mask mandate in place. People were wearing masks. You go to a Walmart in Minot, which I did quite a lot on various trips for various reasons. And people were wearing masks no less than they do in Woodbury or Maple Grove or Roseville. It's the same. And I, I've been to Wisconsin in the last, let's just say, month and a half. Went and ate at a, at a fine little barbecue joint that I won't name by name because it's, uh, well, I mean, we're supposed to get people to pay us to do that. So, But it was, it was across from Stillwater. I, I spent a little time there uh, one evening uh, getting a little well-deserved break from solitude. And they, they sort of say, I mean, people wore masks. Some people did. Some people didn't. You get to the front door. There's a sign say, hey, we appreciate you wearing a mask. Uh, we're wearing masks. If you're not, we assume that you have some medical condition that makes it impossible. In other words, treating people like adults. And, whoa, even though they have a larger, denser population in Minnesota, their death rate per million, their fatality rate per million is still behind that of Minnesota. Go figure. Maybe it's not the mask. In fact, there's a fair to overwhelming case to be made that while there is a role for masks to some extent in individual protection control or infection control, which is why doctors wear them in, in, uh, in surgery, uh, in, in surgery, uh, surgical staff wear them in general, uh, that as a public health measure, they're pretty meaningless. Now, I'll push back the other way for a moment here. And say all of you conservatives, Republicans out there who say anybody who wears a mask isn't a Republican or conservative. Oh, go get tied. I, I do what I want. I do whatever I believe is prudent when I believe I need to do it. And you don't have a vote in that. 
and say whatever you want, but say it to my face <laughs> at any rate. Uh, so that's that, that. That's a response. By the way, thank you for your call. As always, Mark, and happy New Year to you as well here. If there's something I would love to try and see if we can do without, other than this this whole notion that government, quote, experts are the ones who can have the expertise to to tell an economy how to behave in times like this in the face of a pandemic that is has been a horrible thing for an awful lot of people. I mean, we've got right around a quarter of a million dead here in the United States. And yes, many of them, the vast majority of them are over the age of 70 and had comorbidities and likely would have died sooner than later anyway. But as someone with two elderly parents who I'd very much like to keep alive as long as possible. I'm not going to be too cavalier about that. So, yes, I will wear masks when I'm around them. I will socially distance from people and I will do I will practice what I preach. Yes, I advocate for reopening the economy while protecting the vulnerable, which is, by the way, something that uh, people like our Twitter friend, all our screens, Rick Ellis, seem to miss. Didn't say no restrictions didn't say I, I won't be restricting my own behavior voluntarily. Anyway, the so 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 so, so leaving aside the, the idea that the, the centralized authority, which is entirely subject to the political process, is demonstrably the worst possible way to react to a crisis. I will add that the. the uh, one thing I would love to see expunged from the our collective vocabulary, I mentioned this the last time I was on the air, I'm going to go through it again here, is the phrase, we're all in it together. Because those of us, well, those among us who, who are telling us we're all in it together the most are proving the opposite with their actions. Uh, more when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. I grew up Pope, which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a corporate CEO. The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America. I didn't have to be taught work ethic. I saw it firsthand, and it had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life. We'll all be able to say free at last. See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain, available at SalemNow.com. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Warning, warning, warning. 
Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. Burr, it's cold out there. Now, imagine this. You leave your nice, warm, and toasty home only to get into your vehicle and hear this. Your battery is dead. Full-service battery can help you avoid this nightmare situation. Not only do they offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, they'll even professionally install them free. That's right, a powerful new battery installed free. Now that's what we like to hear. Find them at FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Hey, don't forget, we, we, we have a winner in the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, but once you get done with paying the mortgage, what's the next big bill? Well... If you've opted your kids out of the public school system, tuition, the great big tuition uh, sweepstakes is coming up here. If you're your son or your daughter's interested in attending an online college prep school, or if you're a high school grad ready to get to work in the trades or computer coding or anything of the sort, we're looking to pay a year's worth of tuition for a student of any age through the Salem Career Hub, helping create affordable online pathways from education to work. You can enter once a day between now and January 5th. That's this coming Tuesday at am1280thepatriot.com. Go there. Do it. Get your kids involved in it. Get them out of the house for crying out loud. I know I've talked to some of my fellow parents who uh, have been battling that for a while. This may be that ray of hope you've been looking for. And uh, get it for free. Boom. Anyway, join me at 651-289-4488. Or you can also join me uh, on hashtag NarnShow on Twitter. For those of you who are still on Twitter, let's face it, it's still huge, even though it censors conservative thought. Or you can go to Parlor at Mitchell P. Berg. Mitchell P. Berg at Parlor. So either way, I'd love to have you join me because uh, this is how we take back this state here coming up in two years. We'll talk about that in just a moment here because if you're intended to say about living in Minnesota... Don't! There is hope, and we're going to be talking about for this for the next two years. And if there's anything that gives me some hope that perhaps Republicans can pull it off, conservative Republicans ideally, it's the behavior of the Democrats. I remember two years ago when the Republicans got, got uh, schwatzed in the midterms in 2018, I said, just you watch, the Democrats and their habitual overreach will be the Republicans' best friend. And it was. I mean, it it, it certainly uh, it it certainly helped 
push uh, both the Senate, the United States Senate, the United States House, and the Minnesota Senate, oh, helped us keep the Minnesota Senate and close the margin in the Minnesota House. And I think you can say there's going to be even more of that coming up in this next two years, although let's hope that uh, the Republicans win in the Georgia spa- runoff elections for Senate because if the Democrats control the Senate, uh, Katie, by the door. All due respect to any Catherines out there. But the overreach has already started. Now, I mentioned that politics in the previous segment is the worst possible way of doing anything important. That includes managing things like public health emergencies. I mean, there's if we ever get an aerosolized Ebola virus floating around out there, okay, we'll come back and talk about the importance of being able to shut the entire nation down for a period of time. But COVID, bad as it is, and I've had it, or see, to put it in leftist terms, I'm a COVID survivor. Uh, It's as bad as it is. It's not it's not cholera. It's not uh, it's not the Black Plague. It's not uh, aerosolized Ebola. And it seems that the people who are telling us how serious the problem is know this. Perhaps you caught this Thursday night was New Year's Eve. And. As predicted, most of the celebrations that Americans normally have for New Year's Eve, and you'd expect it would have been supercharged after a year like 2020, were subdued for all of us plebs. But some people are more equal than others. Mayor Bill de Blasio is getting slammed for dancing in the middle of a deserted Times Square on New Year's Eve as COVID's ravaged New Yorkers continue to be locked down, uh, Mayor Bill Squiggy de Blasio uh, slow danced with his wife, Sherlane McRae, after the crystal ball dropped at midnight. The New York City mayor slow danced with uh, the first lady of New York uh, after the crystal ball dropped. Frank Sinatra's famous New York, New York uh, song played throughout an empty Times Square on Thursday night as Squiggy had one hand placed gently on his wife's back. Well, they rocked back and forth. This is according to the New York Sun, by the way. New York City Mayor's Office tweeted a 21-second video of the couple's celebration in the early hours of January 1st, 2021, prompting social media backlash. Oh, thank God. Uh, (laughs) Happy New Year from the greatest city in the world, said the mayor's office on Twitter. Uh, Squiggy and his wife are both wearing masks (laughs) as they danced on a stage at Manhattan's major commercial intersection. Confetti flew. I would imagine, I'm, I'm guessing at this, but I would imagine that there are uh, that there were artificial crowd noises like it's, I don't know, an NFL or MLB game. Uh, it, it actually prompted a CNN host, of all things, uh, Andy Cohen, host of CNN New Year's uh, Eve live show, rant, to actually go off on a rant about Mayor Squiggy. Uh, which never happens. I mean, CNN, for crying out loud, has done more than most to try and get uh, Democrats elected from coast to coast, including New York City. Not that Democrats need much help there. And Andy Cohen hauled off on Mayor Squiggy. Uh, And I quote this part of the rant that went out over CNN on behalf of all uh, well, this is actually from Twitter. On behalf of all New Yorkers and people who were told to stay home on New Year's Eve, go. Well, I can't say that on a Salem station. Uh, anyway, one angry commenter wrote, shut down the city, but have your own private party in Times Square. 
What a clown of a mayor. The greatest city in the world deserves better. Wow. They do. It does. It does. I mean, I, I'll say this without any shame. I love New York. I almost moved there years ago. Uh, to Back during the height of my radio career, I had a shot in New York. Didn't happen. And in retrospect, it's probably a good thing. But I love New York. Well, I did love New York. I, I think a lot of people are just saying they, they don't love New York so much now. I, I've got family in New York. They love New York. Well, they loved the New York that they had up until this past February. At any rate, this is part of an ongoing pattern of leftists, some animals being having being more equal than other animals. I mean, uh, we'll talk about that in the next hour here because the, the Minnesota State uh, Democrat, Senate, Senate Democrat uh, Caucus has done a bit more for itself. Actually, this is this is pretty hilarious. While the state's guidance from Governor Klink forbids social gatherings outdoors with more than three households or more than 15 people, that's outdoors in total, uh, the Minnesota State Senate Caucus applied for a permit to use the top steps at the Capitol, the upper mall, as they call it, the little square area right below the Capitol steps, to hold a ceremonial swearing-in for the freshman Democrats, not all of them, just the Democrats, this coming Tuesday at 2 o'clock. By the way, the permit, which would never be issued to a mere mortal, called for 100 people. Now, you could say, hey, maybe it was three families of 33 people. But no, that's still over 15. And it's uh, there, there's, there's no way this would be granted to anyone. Now, the public outcry was such that the Democrats said, no, nah, we're not going to do that. But they thought about it. They planned it. Uh, a disgruntled Minnesota teacher when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun isn't even half over. Go nowhere. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761. 800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Psalm 23.4 tells us, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We were talking briefly about caning the other day, a punishment that can quickly deter people from crimes. The Lord's staff, a tool of the shepherd, and the rod, to correct behavior, both bring comfort to the psalmist. Kinda crazy. I sure do find it easy to appreciate when the Lord uses the staff to guide me and, as a consequence, the other sheep that walk with me. It's a little less easy to appreciate the use of the rod. 
even though I know it is absolutely required to drive folly from a child of God. Isn't it strange that these two very different tools bring us closer to the very same comforter? If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. Are you worried about market volatility and running out of money in retirement? These uncertain times have almost everyone rethinking their retirement. Well, your worry is real and you're not alone. Hi, Greg Rickoff here, also known as your safe money guy. With 30 years of experience, I can help you. My career is focused on structuring my clients' accounts and policies to ensure that they are much more confident and protected in retirement. Typically, it's pretty simple. I sit down with you, I listen to your plans, expectations, and dreams, and customize a plan to achieve those goals and dreams. Along the way, I provide you the detail and transparency you both expect and deserve. Set up your complimentary no-obligation consultation today at YourSafeMoneyGuy.com. That's YourSafeMoneyGuy.com. Or call me directly at 952-855-1198. Investment advisor representative of an investment advisory services offered through Royal Fine Management, LLC, a SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance product guarantees are subject to claims paying ability of the issuing company. Celebrating two decades on air. 